welcome back to The Word with G right here on ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com and the ESPN 1420 mobile app. Greg Leonard here, you there. And we continue on with our football conversations here on a Wednesday. And joining us now, as he does just about every single week, I know things have been a little crazy uh, this season, but joining us now for his weekly conversation is the head football coach of the Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns, head coach Billy Napier. Coach, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm doing good, Greg. How about you, man? I am good, man. It uh, it took me about 20 minutes to vote on Tuesday, and so I was very happy as I thought I was going to be standing in line for about two hours. Yeah, no, same for me. I got lucky. I was in and out of there probably 20 minutes or so. Love it. I mean, you get special treatment. I'm just a guy. Let's be honest. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, all right. So, Coach, you guys are 5-1 and one now, 44-34 win over Texas State last week. I know you've talked about this, and you, got, you, you really feel like you guys haven't played a complete game just yet. But looking at that game on Saturday, uh, what are some things that you liked about what your group did on Saturday? I know there was a lot to clean up, but, but what are some of the things that you liked on Saturday? Well, I thought we were much more efficient on offense. You know, I think we played um, – we had two negative plays the entire day. You know, I think um, allowed us to stay on schedule. Um, I thought the quarterback and all the skilled players were really precise in the pass game. Um, you know, we had a hat for a hat in the run game. I thought the front took a step forward. We played well in the edges. Um, I do think on defense we did a nice job of taking the ball away, and we got several stops throughout the day. You know, played pretty good on third down. Um, you know, we, we just gave the opponent <clears throat> a little too much, you know. But in general, a lot of positives. I think the sequence of the events probably magnified it a little bit more. But we let them hang around when we had a chance to put them away. And speaking of one of the other good things, uh, this is a guy that I've been talking about, gosh, for a couple of years now, Coach. I saw him in the spring game a couple of years ago, and I was really impressed with what I saw. And I know you and I have kind of talked about him a little bit but Khalif Gossett has been able to get in the back on the field the last couple of weeks. And two weeks ago, he had a nice catch that was negated by, I believe, an offensive holding on one of your offensive linemen. And then last week comes up with a big catch down the left side of the, uh, the field for uh, a touchdown catch. Talk to me a little bit about what he brings to the field and just getting another guy back within that receiving room. Yeah, no, I think Khalif's got a unique skill set. Uh, he's six, six. He can get behind you. Um, you know, Khalif's got experience. Um, I think he's been through uh, our entire year-round plan a couple of years now. I think he's got a good understanding. He's comfortable on game day, right, he's, as a competitor. So, mm-hmm. you know, Khalif's grown up as a person, uh, still not a finished product by no means, but uh, he has matured uh, and he's getting closer uh, to being a really good player. So, I think in general, it's good to get a player back that has experience, uh, that has some ability and can change the game. So, Khalif's done a nice job for us, and we're certainly excited to have him back. Coach Napier, again, our guest here on The Word with G. Now, over to another guy I was curious about, and Peter LeBlanc, because he had obviously that one big play at Iowa State, and I know he's done other things to, uh, to help the team, but from a statistical standpoint, hasn't really done much. Got a little bit into the mix last week with a couple of catches. Uh, what have you what, what have you seen out of him in year two as, you know, obviously had a nice freshman year and then coming out and taking maybe a bigger leap and more responsibility in year number two? Well, we're, we're really excited uh, to have Peter healthy. You know, he had uh, kind of a tough training camp, you know, had a couple lingering issues. 
um, injury-wise that caused him to miss quite a bit of time. So, mm-hmm. you know, that was before we started playing games, you know, and then it, it kind of popped up during the Georgia Southern game again. So, you know, Peter's been in and out of practice in terms of availability, but uh, when he's in there, he's a very effective player, and we're certainly excited to have him back. You know, he, his experience from last year, He's always been a very productive, consistent, dependable player, uh, and it was good to see him, you know, back in the mix making plays on Saturday. And then uh, other guy making plays, and a guy who I'd mentioned kind of been kind of waiting for him to have this sort of breakout game that we've seen over the last couple of years since he's been here coaching. Trey Regis, it was really nice to see him get going and kind of get into some rhythm and just, you know, really have that type of game that we've been used to seeing Trey Regis have. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I thought Trey was really good Saturday. I thought he had some urgency about him. Uh, he played fast. I think his uh, power and balance uh, showed up. You know, he played really good play strength and finished uh, really tough to tackle. So, you know, we need a healthy Trey Regis. We need a very productive Trey Regis to have success. And, you know, I was excited for Trey for him to get back on track and have that level of production. And the guys around him did a nice job, right? I thought we blocked them better up front and on the edges. Uh, and that's always a big part of the equation. Again, Coach Napier, our guest here on The Word with G. Let's go to one of the other running backs. And, and he was actually, his problems came at catching the ball out of the backfield and then losing a couple of those catches on fumbles. I know you addressed this on the press conference on Tuesday, but just talk to me a little bit about what it was with Chris Smith. What, uh, Chris Smith, was it more of Texas State? Uh, making some plays, or was it more of a fundamental thing that he can correct? Yeah, simple fundamentals. You know, I think um, wrist above the elbow, um, crossbar the bar, ball in traffic, um, anticipate the player from behind. Um, you know, he's just carrying the ball low, um, and certainly it cost us a couple turnovers. So it's a great teachable moment for not only Chris, but I think all the offensive skill players and returners um, the value of the ball, right? I mean, we literally uh, kept them around and let them hang around in the game because we turned it over. Uh, and, and we've got to correct that if we're going to be a championship-caliber team going forward. And now moving to Arkansas State, in which you guys have this weekend, uh, just the challenges that, that you guys will face against them. With that dual quarterback system, they deployed the two guys in Bonner and Hatcher and you know, from a statistical standpoint and from what I heard you say on Tuesday, it seems like there's not a whole lot of difference between the two guys, but what challenges do they present along with their big play wide receivers for your defense? Well, they both got big arms and they're both accurate. Um, Big time vertical passing game, you know, two exceptional outside receivers. Uh, There's no doubt that uh, this, this offensive group from Arkansas State, tremendous personnel, very explosive. And it starts with the quarterbacks and the two uh, outside receivers. So it's going to be a huge challenge, um, and there's no question we're going to have to do a really good job uh, within the game in the chess match of taking away this, taking away that. So they do a really good job, and certainly in games like this, you know, you can throw out the records, you can throw out the statistics. Uh, Rivalry game, 11 o'clock in the swamp, 
and uh, we're excited about the challenge. Love it. Billy Napier, again, our guest here on The Word with G. Now over to what they do on on defense, and from a, a defensive standpoint, what challenges do they present for your offense, and or, or do just any of the guys on that defense kind of really, did they stand out to you or, or kind of flash a little bit when you watch their tape? Well, I think in general they've got good personnel across the board. You know, mm-hmm. good size, good length, uh, certainly athletic. Um, you know, I think the big thing here is they've made a change at defensive coordinator, so there's a little bit of the unknown uh, in terms of what we're going to get. Now, we have had an opportunity to uh, – watch this coordinator for two weeks here. Uh, but in general, I do think they've improved. Um, I thought they played extremely hard uh, they, against App State. I thought they played really well in the second half against Troy. Um, there's no question um, that, you know, this group can cause you some issues, and we're going to have to do a really good job with our communication uh, and then certainly fundamentally. So, a um, little bit of a unique scheme and one that's going to take great prep during the week. All right, Coach, my last one for you. We just had Halloween this past weekend on Saturday. Are you in or out on candy corn? I've heard varying degrees of each side of this. I, I, I'm just dying to know if you're a candy corn guy or not. No, I'm out on candy corn. Man. Um, you know, not, not a big candy corn guy. never have been. And um, there are just so many uh, more options out there. Well, what's your favorite candy? For candy corn. What 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 is your go-to candy? Man, that's a tough one. I'm a I'm a chocolate guy, right? Like Reese's peanut butter cups, Snickers, mm. almond joys, um, baby Ruth's. Um, you know, that's kind of more more my cup of tea there. Gotcha, Coach Napier again. Tell me, tell me. You're not a candy corn guy. Well, I, I mean, look, I, I'll eat it if it's put out. And my mom used to have a bowl of it on our island in the kitchen, and I, I would always just grab a little bit if I'm walking by. But it's not like I'm gonna go searching out and grabbing candy corn. I'm not like, oh, it's Halloween. I gotta go find some candy corn. No, it's ava- if it's available, I'll have a couple of pieces. I don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm with you with the Reese's pieces. I actually went out, and I, or Reese's Cups, I went out and got a couple of candy uh, bars on Saturday because I was just kind of feeling in the spirit. I try not to eat too much candy, but I ended up getting uh, a Butterfinger is usually my go-to. Yeah, you got to get hooked up with Mark Hockey, our strength coach. He's a Butterfinger guy. Oh, all right. Well, well, I'll make sure I talk to him about that next time I see him. Coach, thanks so much for the time, and best of luck this week against Arkansas State. All right, G. See you, man. I'll see you around. Sounds good, Coach.